Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to the Your Family Bank Show with your host, Larry McLean. Larry and the Your Family Bank team seek to educate Americans just like you by providing real strategies for protecting and growing their hard-earned money. Get set for a show full of economic news and financial information affecting your bottom line. Larry wants you to reach the financial freedom you've worked so hard for. So now, let's start the show. Here's Larry McLean. All right. Good afternoon, everyone, or good morning. Depends on when you're listening or to good evening. Uh, when you're listening to the podcast today, we appreciate you listening. Like us, uh, subscribe to us, you know, hit those buttons that everybody asks you to hit. So we'd love for you to do that. I, uh, Larry McLean, founder of Your Family Bank and First Financial Education Centers here. And we, we've been on vacation for two weeks. I went up north and uh, I got, uh, you know, we, we looked today and we got Matt, our our, you know, our favorite producer, Matt, and you always say you're the only one, but I don't want no one else, man. You're the, you're the best, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing great, sir. I hope you had a nice uh, couple of weeks off. Sounds like the travels were were good. We did. We went up. I was on my bucket list to go to the Northeast. I'd never been up there and w- went to Bar Harbor, Maine and went to, to uh, the uh, Arcadia National Park up there and went on top of Cadillac Mountain. So we had a amazing amazing time eat, eat a bunch of lobsters and uh that was fun and um 95 is just a treat to drive on we drove all the way up and uh, that was fun going through new york and washington especially uh but we had a great great time but it's always good to be back home and uh i'm glad i'm glad to be back home we're getting into the season here we got halloween and now we're going to uh Thanksgiving and Ford know we're going to be in Christmas. And so uh, glad to be home, though, man. Glad to be home. Yeah, no, I, it, there it truly is to, to uh, you know, turn a phrase here from an old movie. There really is no place like home, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Miss, I think Dorothy made that with The Wizard of Oz, right? That's so, right. Uh, <laughs> I, I remember that for sure. So, all right. So let's get started today. We're going to talk about what's happening with Social Security, man. What's happening uh, with that and strengthen your income plan for stress free retirement. We're going to talk about stress a little bit today, and everybody's got it for uh, different reasons. I was telling you a stressful thing for driving through New York. I went over the George Washington Bridge, and that, <laughs> that was one of them double-decker bridges, buddy, and, and their roads have got more potholes up there. Good <laughs> night. I'm telling you, that was amazing. But uh, but people have a stress today, and a lot of their stress is through the financial world, really, uh, and we take a look at that. So uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit today. And Medicare annual enrollment period, we don't want to forget this, October 15th through December the 7th. So reevaluating your plan uh, each year, and you, you you will probably find that you can save some money and maybe uh, cut some of your uh, Medicare expenses. And number two, number two maybe improve your Medicare uh, coverage. Uh, I think savvy retirees do Medicare coverage check every year just in case they have an opportunity to save some extra money. And there's nothing wrong about saving extra money in regards to that. Uh, also, uh, avoid scams during this year's Medicare uh, annual enrollment period. Beware of unsolicited contacts. Be cautious of unsolicited phone calls, emails, 
door-to-door business offering Medicare-related services because several, the federal government has stepped in on that and, and trying to make sure that everybody doesn't certainly get scammed in, in, in situations that we talk about. So protect your Medicare card, keep your Medicare card secure, and avoid sharing it, uh, your Medicare number with anyone in regards to that. And now for some financial wisdom. It's time for the quote of the week. Don't be embarrassed by failures. Learn from them and start again. Richard Branson said that. And of course, he's an entrepreneur and business magnet. Known for his daring ventures in various uh, industries. Born in 1950, Branson is the founder of Virgin, uh, the Virgin Group, which includes over 400 companies spanning music, airlines, space travel, and he celebrated his adventurous spirit, uh, giving money to so many people and significant contributions uh, to the world and innovation. So he says, guess what? You may fail, but just get up and start again and do it, do it over again, right? So that's one of the things we want to make sure is that, you know what? Uh, I think, you know, think about this. I was thinking about this the other day. Every leader, every person out there, whether whether it's a you know a golf person or a football person, baseball, swimming, you name it, sports people, any leader today, any leader out there, including probably the president of the United States, have all been faced with one decision in their life, and they had to overcome that. And that decision was to quit. Most people can quit, and quitting. Yeah, you know, people, and that's what I think Richard's trying to say, man. If you fail, don't quit. Just get up and try again and make it happen. So at the end of the day, we want to make sure that we do that. And don't quit. Don't ever quit on your dreams. Whatever your dreams are, never quit on your dreams, man. Just get, try it again. Get up and do it again. Get up again. What <clears throat> they said, they say, you know what? Uh, Thomas and Edison had what? I don't know, 957 failures, right? <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, he, he had a couple of failures. I don't know if that number is correct or not, but but pretty close. Uh, he just found out there was, I don't know, 200 ways not to make a right, light bulb, right, to make it work uh, at the end of the day, right? So, yeah, you know. ex- exactly. Yeah, there are a lot of wrong ways to do stuff, and then you find the right way. Boy, that feels good, but you can't give up along the way, you know? Absolutely. You got to make it happen, right? All right, so let's do a market update in November uh, uh, of today or this month. Americans working multiple jobs. New federal data show has shown the number of people working two or more jobs have reached the highest level since the pandemic start. A trend suggests that many are feeling inflation pinch, and I would agree with that. Nearly 8.4 million people held multiple jobs in October. The Labor Department re- uh, uh, reported last Friday this represents 5.2% of the workplace. This is the largest share of Moonlighters since 2020. Uh, out there working multiple jobs. Employment statistics also show that 5.9% of women work multiple jobs in October compared to, guess this, 4.7% of men. Men's, men. Ladies are working harder than men. Good night, lazy guys. Let's get on the ball, right? Uh, additional roughly 5 million workers have one full-time job and one part-time job. Why is that? Well, I think the biggest part is inflation. High inflation and higher interest rates continue to weigh on Americans' household. As September of this year, 62% of adults say they are living paycheck to paycheck, according to a new report that figured 
that figure is has not changed since last year, number one. And number two, the Consumer Price Index, another closely followed inflation gauge, also rose at a slightly faster than expected pace over the month, boosted by higher prices and guess what? Foods, gas, and shelter as a result of the real average hourly earnings fell. So the Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Power said, Powell said, Recently, that inflation is still too high. I think I think we all agree with that, right? <laughs> I don't think he's telling us anything new, indicating that the interest rates will stay higher for longer. And the consensus among central bankers is interest rates will now stay higher for a longer period of time. Um, so what, what are we saying? Gas is higher. Food's higher. Shelter's higher. So, and that's all where we live, because guess what? That's, those are all our necessities. We got to have, we got to have, we, we, we got to have food and we got to have shelter. And if we're going to go anywhere, we got to have gas in regards to that. I remember uh, I, when I'm travel, I have a Sprinter van that I use to travel when I drive, me and my wife, and it's a diesel. And I, it, you know, when I was up north, I was paying $6.50 a gallon for diesel gas. Now I in at Florida the other day I was paying three fifty three, so almost double what it was up north and what it was down in south in regards to that. So that's pretty amazing. I mean, if you think it, I mean, we're talking about the cost of gas doubling up there. So as soon as I made sure I was I was filling up, <laughs> run that thing as far as I can get south to get some of that lower cost gas, if you will, right? Does that make sense? <laughs> totally. You got to go where the cheap gas is. And, you, and it's all about timing, you know, when you're on a, on a road trip like that. Um, yep. And and sometimes I find, you know, going going one direction, you can kind of see and gauge where the cheap gas prices are along the way. So then coming back, you're like, okay, I got to make it to this town or this county or this sure. state, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, what a difference. I mean, <clears throat> you know, I was seeing it, you know, and because I'm always looking, I'm looking at my, uh, you know, tank, and I don't want to get too far. And a lot of times, everybody doesn't have diesel, so you gotta have have to figure that one out too to get it when you can. But, you know, at the end of the day, I saw a huge, big swing in the in the price of gas, certainly, or in diesel anyway. All right, so 74 percent. This is astounding. 74 percent of Americans say they are stressed about finances, according to a separate survey conducted in August. Inflation, rising interest rates, and the lack of savings all contribute to those fields. Well, let me say this about that, folks. You know what? Your family bank, that's what we do. We show people how to get out of debt. We have, we, we, we take that stress out there and show them how they can reduce their stress and, and increase their cash flow, reduce the interest that they're paying. And, and, and here's a great thing about that. You're probably paying more in interest than you're earning anywhere. And so if we can pay off that debt and get you out of debt, I'd say at nine years or less, including your mortgage, without spending any additional money than you're spending right now, boy, that would that would take a lot of stress, certainly, out of your life. And number two, it would give you a plan in order to get you in a situation where you can start absolutely improving your cash flow going forward. So we need to think about that a little bit. And and number one, give us a call at 904-940-9555. Or you can visit us on our website at yourfamilybank.org, yourfamilybank.org, and you can put your information in, and one of our people will give you certainly a call 
and talk to you about it and show you what we can do. All right, so baby boomers are leaving these four cities for a safer, more affordable retirement. So we're going to look at this, uh, what baby boomers are doing. Bank, uh, Bank of America recently published data revealing which city baby boomers are fleeing at highest rates. Here's a look at the top four cities among that data that, that may offer further insights on why they're not ideal for retirements. Okay, so number one, Washington, D.C. <laughs> well, by myself, just coming through Washington, D.C., I would leave just because of the traffic. Uh, and that's, that's crazy up there uh, for sure. Annual household expenditures in Washington, D.C. is $88,667 where the U.S. average is $64,000. So it's over $24,000 more uh, for household expenditures in Washington, D.C. That's over $2,000 a month. Utility bills in the area cost 13% more than the national average, plus groceries and transportation are around 8% more than the national average. That's in Washington, D.C. So they're leaving Washington, okay? Number two, New York City. Uh, again, being I drove through New York City. I definitely leave too. Uh, annual household expenditure seventy seven thousand two hundred four dollars in New York. The average again sixty four one eighty seven. Healthcare is up nine percent more expensive than grocery, or twenty nine percent higher than in New York uh, than the national average. Number three city people are leaving is San Francisco, California. Annual household Ventures is 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 number one, the highest, $91,290. Again, the average is $64,000. Utilities are up 33%, groceries up 30%, transportation up 37%, and healthcare plus 29%. All are all more expensive in, in, in the city of San Francisco. Housing is among the most costly in the United States. So you know, people are leaving California like crazy. And and this one, uh, another one comes up here and it says, guess what? Number four, Seattle, Washington. I know uh, household expenditures, $86,303. Again, the average, $64,000. Groceries are up in Washington, tw- in Washington State, 23%. Transportation is up 24%. Healthcare is up 31% are essentially higher than the national average. So I can understand, Matt, you know, why people will be leaving Washington, New York, San Francisco, and and Seattle, uh, not, and and think about the homeless situation, especially in Seattle situation. That That's crazy what, what's happening up there in, uh, in regards to what's going on across the country today. But still, you know what? At the end of the day, people are leaving, and guess where they're coming? They're coming to Florida, a lot of them. And we're glad to have you. Just drive like you live in Florida, not like you live up there, okay? Just to let you know. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that is one thing. You know, when people come in from out of state, everybody brings their, their those driving habits with them. And uh, yeah, you don't always need those on the Florida. You know, you got plenty of room. Those those highways. I've been on ninety five. I've been on the turnpike. You know, you've got um, you know quite a bit of room on the roads. Yeah. So you don't need to, you know, tailgate people and crowd them out and go 900 miles an hour. Just just calm it down. <laughs> well, you know, and, and and leave your rage up there. And I can understand why you have the rage. OK, and number one, I understand why. But leave it up there. Don't break it down here. We don't need it down there. 
Uh, I, you know what? I think we've had three shootings here on 95 recently, I believe, uh, in while I was gone. I think one yesterday or day before yesterday, a, a road rage on 95 in this area, which is crazy to me. But people and I can understand people getting upset, getting cut off and all that. Uh, you know, situations happen. I get it. But it's not worth pulling a gun and starting shooting somebody. That's for sure. God, let it go, man. Let it go. And just, you know, take take a deep breath, right, as we go on this situation. So, yep. All right. So a million Americans will soon turn 65, and they are not ready for retirement. Boy, you know, I, I think about this for a second. You, you, you know, at the end of the day, your family bank can help so, so many people. But Americans close to retirement and recently retired are still not prepared. According to a new survey from Allianz for Lifetime Income, a nonprofit consumer organization that educates Americans on how to protect their retirement. Long gone are the times when most Americans could rely on their pension to provide an additional stream of retirement income. That has left many pre-retirees and retirees at risk of running out of money in the coming decades. So here's what the survey uh, found, Matt. Number one, 51%, more than half consumers between the age of 45 and 75 feel that they do not have enough retirement savings to last their whole lifetime. That's that's scary, 51%. 32%, nearly a third, are not confident they will have enough money in retirement to safely cover, guess what? The basic monthly expenses. What is that? Lights, water, food, shelter, right? I not have enough to give those basics. And 44% are retired currently are retired previously and have gone back to work. 44%, think about that, Matt. 44% of the people out there that retired previously have went back to work. Yeah. It's it's crazy. And you don't and you don't ever want that situation to have to happen. And and you want, you know, if you do that, and obviously it doesn't break it down that uh to this degree, those numbers, but you want it if you do go back to work in retirement, you want it to be because you want to, because you like doing things, you like seeing people, you like maybe you have some sort of passion in your life that you've never been able to make money on, like that kind of thing. But you want to do it, not because you have to do it. That's the goal. Yeah, we, we used to term it, do you want to have the pop retirement, what they call paper or plastic, please, right? You don't want you don't want you don't want to. You want to have to go. You know, uh, to to work. If, you know, because you have to. Because, like you said, maybe I want to do something because I want to. That's one thing, but not because you have to, right? The survey also reveals how consumers want as much as eighty percent of their retirement savings to be invested in a safer investment. So there's a growing demand for protection and annuities, and individuals protected by a pension or an annuity have significantly more positive outlook on the retirement prospects, according to the survey. And also, consumers' demand for annuities have skyrocketed in the all-time high amid the concerns about the unprecedented market volatility and the fall of retirement investments, according to Allianz for Lifetime Income. So, you know, at the end of the day, people are looking for protection, and, and we get it, especially with what's going on in the world today, across the world, in all sections of the world, uh, and what's happening today. So annuities can be a, a valuable part of a diversified portfolio. Investing in a personal pension or annuity may be a good choice. If number one, Social Security isn't enough to cover your basic expenses, 
You're concerned uh, that you may outlive your savings and you want to reduce the risk and protect your part of your uh, retirement savings and not lose it. And you want to reduce it uh, and delete fees as a part of your portfolio. So how do we know? I mean, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, give us a call here at 904-940-9555 if you're interested in, in finding out about personal pension options that you may have that can fit in all you know your retirement program. We can shop the market for the best options to help you delete fees, uh, eliminate risk, and establish an income stream that you uh, can never outlive, and that's important. It really doesn't matter you know, about the nest egg, it, it, more about what that nest egg will provide for you in income uh, because the income is the most important thing. And some of the things that we sit down with and <clears throat> talk to our clients about is showing them how we can produce income for them that they can never outlive. And that's more important than anything that, you know, that know that they're going to, no matter how long they live, they're going to have enough income to live off of and, and take care of themselves uh, with dignity and, and make that happen. So uh, we, we can help you do that. Uh, again, you can go on our website, yourfamilybank.org or reach us here at 904-940-9555 in regards to that. So pre-retirees and retirees have social security problems. Do you? Well, a growing number of older, older uh, adults have no plan beyond Social Security to fund their retirement. According to a recent survey from the Nationwide, one, one in five, 21% of adults age 50 or older said they have no source of retirement income besides Social Security. Well, that's scary because guess what? That number is up from 13% in, uh, from 2014 due to the limited availability of pensions in the workplace and a lack of education on alternative personal pension investments. A decade ago, 48% of respondees in this age group said they had a pension and additional Social Security compared to just 31% in 2023. So the growing reliance on Social Security comes at an increasing number of respondents said that they were doubtful that they would receive their full benefits, according to the survey. Nationwide said 75% of all adults that responded age 50 and older believe Social Security will run out of funding in their lifetime. Boy, that's scary. So if you're 50, over 50 years old, 75% of you think that, guess what, your Social Security is going to run out. And that's not that's 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 not a good thing for, for sure. Right, Matt? Yeah, so, Certainly not a good thing. I mean, you know, it's, we talk uh, and have talked, uh, you know, quite a bit about the issues with um, Social Security, you know, over the over the years uh, past. People have been talking about it in the years to come. I know people will be talking about it. And so it's no wonder people are concerned about that, um, that it'll that it'll run out of funding. Question is, when and if something happens to actually fix the problem, what is that solution going to look like? Um, yeah. That is really what remains to be seen because they got to do something. Yeah, we're going to talk about a couple of those situations that they may have to do. But number one, you know, you know, first of all, what's the problem? Well, when Social Security was introduced in the 30s, when the ratio of workers with beneficiaries was 45 people to one, that means 45 people were contributed for one person to take money out, Okay. That ratio has fallen to three to one due to the population aging and is projected to drop to two to one. What does that mean by 2034? That means for you to take, 
there's two people working for you to take that money out. By the way, if we think about that for a second, you know, well, in 1930, when he had 45 to one, then they had time for that money to grow inside that trust account too, by the way. Well, if you, if you now only three people are working to one and going to two to one in 2034, that money is basically is going in and going right back out. So it has no chance to actually earn any interest for anything going forward because it's going in and going right back out. So at the point of the scheduled benefit levels would be unsustainable, number one, and the system could afford to pay recipients only 80% of the schedule amount. So there's a 20% drop right there, if we think about that, could be devastating to some people. Contrary to popular belief, the Social Security taxes you paid aren't stashed in a jar with your name on it. There's no personal savings account. It all goes to this pay-as-you-go system. The Social Security Administration uses FICA taxes to collect from current workers to pay current beneficiaries. If you're collecting retirement benefits, your check is being funded by the younger generation. Money that goes in comes out immediately, which is why the ratio between workers and beneficiaries is so important to the financial stability of the system. You can think about that for a second, man. This thing in 2034, which is not that far down the road, 10 years from now, that means there's only going to be two people uh, putting in for one person to take out. Uh, that, 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 that's scary. Uh, number one, something's got to be done, uh, as you said a few minutes ago. So, you know, what can the U S government do? Well, number one, they're going to be able to, number one, they can cut percentage of social security benefits that all may continue to be paid. So what does that mean? Well, we do know that, that they're certainly going to look at cutting, uh, the amount, at least in this case, that we talked about a few minutes ago, 20%, right? That's, that's one option. Uh, option number two, increase taxes to make up more for the shortfalls and funds. Uh, I think we all understand that probably in 2025, when, when, when Trump tax uh, 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 rates expire, our taxes are going to go up for sure. So increasing taxes uh, will hopefully make the shortfall in funds, but that's one area they're going to look at, and maybe both then increase the full retirement age when you can get it. Uh, maybe go up again on when you can start getting your full amount and making you work longer to get your benefits. So what should you do? Okay, because you can't control any of that. You can't control the government raising taxes. You can't control uh, them uh, really decreasing your benefits. You can't control them increasing your you know full retirement. You don't get a vote on that. They do what they want to do, right? And it really doesn't matter, ladies and gentlemen. I tell people all the time, it doesn't matter if Republican or Democrat, they all want your money, okay, at the end of the day, right? So what should you do? Well, no one has a crystal ball. When it comes to the future of retirement, uh, Social Security, you can't control what the governments do, but you can control how much you save and how carefully you craft your own retirement income strategy. And that's where we came in. And that's where we come in here. You know, it, you don't want to wait to see what – the market's going to be like and find out if Social Security can actually pay uh, after you decide to retire. You don't want to wait that long. We think it's a better idea to get started on your retirement income plan now and you can relax and focus on what you're going to do with your paychecks to make it a playcheck and you will receive each month in retirement. So we want to be able to create that uh, playcheck, if you will, 
but you can't do it waiting the last minute. You've got you've got to absolutely do some planning in regards to that. I know on our radio show a few minutes ago that we did, and and I can tell you that uh, we had our one of our attorneys on uh, that we're going to have on uh, I think next week, which will be fantastic uh, to give you some insight. But we were talking about you know retirement and and, and things of that nature. But how to protect your retirement savings during a down market or recession? Because you know what? A down market's happening. Okay. I mean, you can pick put your head to stand if you want to, but it's happening and you gotta you gotta prepare for those things. Number one, continue to contribute to your retirement plans uh, as you go. You know, as the value of your investments start to drop, you're likely to be tempted to stop contributing uh, to your 401k or IRA. But you should probably take an opposite route, especially if you're a younger investor, still in your 40s or 50, because you have time to make up for any loss. Number two, increase your efficiency and diversify your investment portfolio. Boy, that's very important, right? One of the best ways to improve your plan during a down market is diversify your investments and look for alternatives that lower your expense ratio, number one, percentage of fees that you're paying within your portfolio and consider replacing your bonds and investing into buffered product, uh, products such as structured notes and annuities. Consider annuities, establishing a personal pension program, right? Another source of income to consider is implicating during a recession is, like I said, annuities. Annuities are a tax-deferred investment product which offer guaranteed income for life of the owner uh, and can be the spouse and even children. Annuities are best when paired with other streams of income, like money from part-time jobs or Social Security benefits. In, in, in a struggling economy, the additional income from annuity investments can prevent you from prematurely depleting the rest of your retirement savings. And that's important because you don't want to, you don't want to run out of money for you run out of life, right? You know, I tell people the best Retirement plan is that you write a check to the undertaker and it bounces at the end of the day, right? You want to, that's a perfect financial plan, all right? But number four, don't try to time the market. One of the biggest mistakes investors can make is trying to time the market. Although there's been a lot of speculation about the possible recession in late 2023 and early 2024, there's no guarantee it will happen. Recessions are normal and there's no reason to take drastic measures quite yet. Remember, it's not about time in the market. It's about time in the market, right? You know, you got you to make that situation. So, full retirement, retirement plan consultations. What do we provide? We provide a comprehensive consultation at no cost to our listeners. There's no obligation. You only work with us if it's best for you. We will help you analyze your financial situation. We'll help you discover exactly how much you're paying in fees and help you cut unnecessary costs in your IRA. 401k, any other retirement account. We can also help you with Social Security planning and your Medicare. We can compare your current situation to what's possible if you work with us. We can say, okay, here, here you are today. Here's where you can be. This is the guaranteed income that you will have. No matter how long you live, it will still come into you. This is what we'd be left to your heirs, right? Remember, number one, it's your money. And if it matters to you, it certainly matters to us. We're just one phone call away. You can reach out and get started on your own custom retirement plan because, ladies and gentlemen, there's no cookie cutter. It's all custom. 
visit our website or call our phone number to schedule a no obligation consultation date. Our number here, 904-940-9555. Again, our website, yourfamilybank.org, yourfamilybank.org. And you will meet with you can you meet with me directly. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So build a better retirement with our 401k checklist. All right. So step one, keep an eye on your investments. If your employer offers free match, you should contribute at least up to that level so you can take advantage of that benefit. Don't be tempted to stop contributing during a down market or recession. These times are when prices are lower and you can get some greater potential and realize future gains. Discover, number one, how your portfolio has performed so far this year and how it has done uh, since 2020. So we want to take a look at that, you know, not only where you're at, but where you've come from, where are you today, what kind of fees you're paying, uh, and, and the return, is it based upon what kind of fees that you are paying? Does it make sense to you, right? And we're going to, we, you're going to make that decision. You know, check for target date funds. Don't be fooled into thinking these funds are right for you just because you're planning to retire in a certain age. Uh, you know, your situation is not the same as everyone else who's planning to retire around 2025 or 2030 or 2035. Target date funds have increased bond exposures that can lead to lack of performance and higher fees. So let's just look at how some of these funds have performed over the last five years. So let's look at a couple of them. All right, Vanguard Target Retirement uh, Fund 2025, that fund of the last five years has done a minus 6.1%. Target, Vanguard Target Retirement 2030 Fund is a minus 2.5 over the last five years. Vanguard Target Retirement Fund 2035 is down 1.8% of the last five years. Vanguard Target Retirement 2040, guess what? It's plus 0.26%, basis points, not even 1%, the last five years. So Target uh, Retirement Fund 2045, got a little bit better, 7.5% of the last 10 years. And Vanguard Target Retirement Fund 2050 has done the best, 10.9% of the last five years. But wait a minute. Let's look in comparison what the S&P 500 has done. It's increased 52.4% the last five years. So guess what? Just because you're in a target fund at you know some point in, in time out there doesn't mean you're doing the best situation for yourself. And we certainly prove that by comparing the situation with the S&P 500 and what Vanguard target funds have done. Step three, watch out for fees. Watch out for fees. A lot of investors assume the fee structure are more or less than the same. Guess what? That's not true. Even uh, They even think sometimes about the fees uh, at all. They don't even think about it. And keep an eye on those. A lot of times we ask uh, you know, potential clients when they come in, what are you pay- paying in fees? And I am surprised and shocked that most people don't even know that what they're paying in fees. They, they don't even know. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of scary a lot of the time it's like okay do you do you not know just because you you haven't taken the time to look into it or do you have an advisor or someone that you're working with now who's not told you that these are you know these are hidden fees like what's the deal because once you find out 
chances are you're going to be paying more in fees than you think. And chances are you can do a lot better than that by working with somebody like yourself, Larry, who really uh, can take those fees and reduce them or get rid of them altogether. Yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised. I mean, I'm, I'm shocked sometimes when we sit down and go with a client and we do an analysis and we break down the fees exactly, you know, what they're paying in fees, what they think they're paying in fees and what they're really paying in fees. I mean, they are absolutely shocked when they see that and, and, and rightfully so, right? So if we look at work-based administrators uh, should issue a prospectus on every fund offer. Okay, so I don't know if you ever looked at a prospectus, uh, Matt, but uh, if you ever have problems sleeping at night, read a prospectus. That, that will put you to bed, <laughs> I guarantee you, right? But there's inside that book and all that fine print, there are an explanation of the fees. Take the time to discover what you're paying or give us a call you don't, and if you want to find out what you're paying, we can show you exactly and give you a report of what you're paying, certainly your expense ratio, what, what it really is. That's number three. Number four, it's your money. Time to take control of your retirement savings. If your advisor or employer really helping you with your investments or, or do they just, you know, set it and forget it. And boy, set it and forget it is not the way to do it today. That's for sure. You can complete an in-service rollover if you're still with a company where some plans uh, uh, allow that. And uh, you can do a traditional rollover if you've left the company, if the money is still with a formal uh, employer's plan. So a rollover, number one, can help you accomplish the following. Number one, receive a personalized help from an advisor, a financial professor on the investment base suited for your desired retirement lifestyle and needs. You can gain access to an increased amount of investment options. Boy, I'm telling you, that's, I mean, just an array of things that you can't even have inside that 401k that's available to you. Gain access to specific investment options, including personal pension options, that you can establish a lifetime income stream for your retirement. And then, big time, reduce fees by taking advantage of a more fee-efficient investment options and deleting fees altogether uh, for a percentage of your uh, portfolio. So you could do that. So, you know what? <clears throat> Again, give us a call to see how a personal uh, pension could fit into your retirement plan. Pick up the phone and give us a call, 904-940-9555, or visit our website, yourfamilybank.org, and learn more and schedule an appointment directly with us. We help our listeners and clients uh, compare personal pension options so they don't have to spend their retirement worrying about what's happening with the volatile stock market. Our number one goal is to help clients make informed financial decisions that leave them and their money safe and secure. So what it's like to work with us, some people are nervous and intimidated, really, with being a financial advisor or professional. Uh, we want to help ease the, these, con these concerns. Uh, our initial consultation, we simply want to help answer these questions. Number one, what does a successful retirement look like to you? What are you doing and who are you with? What are you looking to accomplish? And do you have any specific goals that you want to accomplish? And how do you plan to create an income uh, for yourself each and every month? So if that's some of the things, questions that you may have, and I'm sure it is, again, there's no obligation for a retirement consultation to get a second opinion Maybe you've done some stuff, but guess what? You know what? You just need a second opinion, and 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 you want to do it at no cost. Well, guess what? We will 
we'll gladly do that for you. And we will tell you up front exactly. We'll show you what you're doing, where you're at, what kind of risk you're taking, maybe what kind, you know what the fees that you're paying, and is that risk worth the, the the situation that you're in? And importantly, you want to make sure that 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 you're doing the best possible can for yourself. So give us a call 904-940-9555, or again visit us at our website yourfamilybank.org. But more importantly, if you have debt, if you have a mortgage, if you have credit card debt. People say, well, I don't have any debt. I just have a mortgage. Well, guess what? That's the biggest debt that you have. You know, I I, 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 you know, I, was, I was thinking about the other day that, Matt, there's $130 million of counterfeit dollars in circulation at any given time, anywhere from 75 to $130 million of counterfeit dollars out there in circulation today. And the Secret Service gives you five ways to spot uh a a a you know of counterfeit number one is to feel the paper number two there's a there's a the security color of a string on the left hand side uh number two if you hold it up to the light there's a water there's a there's a watermark that you can see they have a pen now that you can scrape you know go over and see if it's real uh that way uh and there's a couple of different ways uh to do that but you know, at the end of the day, you're talking about a hundred and thirty million dollars. And what if you get one of those counterfeit? You know, can you be prosecuted? Well, guess what? You are guilty of passing counterfeit dollar if you pass one to someone. Uh, now, would that hold up true in court if you went through? Probably, probably not. But but you got to be careful in order to prove that where you got that situation from. Uh, but at the end of the day. <clears throat> Counterfeit dollars to me, and I look at that. What what is the definition of counterfeit? It's something that that is not look similar, but tries to be exactly that, right? But it is counterfeit. Uh, now think about, and I'm I, I think about mortgage interest. We talk about somebody says, "I just got you know the only debt I have is a mortgage," and they say, "Well, I'm paying three point two or two point one or four point five, or now they're paying to get a mortgage today, they're paying close to eight percent interest." Uh, I, I will tell you that's counterfeit. That is not the interest that you're paying, especially in the first 20 years. Uh, in most cases, in the first couple of years, you're paying 72 percent, uh, uh, 58 percent in the next in 10 years from now, and then 38 percent uh, even 20 years down the road. So it's counterfeit when we talk about that. And you say, well, I don't want any counterfeit money. Uh, I, I, you know, I want the real stuff, right? And you don't even know that you got that counterfeit, right? Well, same thing with your mortgage. But you know, here's what I can tell you. Mm. Working with thousands and thousands of financial planners in every state of this country and trained over 5,000 uh, financial professionals, including CPAs, uh, attorneys, uh, insurance people, investment brokers, you name it, we've trained them. Here's what I can tell you. 99.9% of those people do not understand how interest works. And by the way, if they don't understand it, you probably don't either. And I'm just telling you right now, at the end of the day, what we do, we show people how to pay off their debt, put that money back in their pocket, and put that money back to work where they can have a great retirement. Not in every case, but in most cases, in most cases, not everyone, but most cases, that same money that you're paying out, you can you can create over a million dollars for retirement for yourself by taking that interest and paying it to yourself. So 
Give us a call, 940-9555, as area code 904, all right? It's This Week in History. November 11th, on this date in 1918, World War I came to an end. An estimated 9 million people were killed, making the, the deadliest conflict in history. The war officially came to an end, get this, at 11 a.m., on the 11th hour of the 11th day on the 11th month. Uh, wow, that's crazy, right? A number of films have been made about the events of World War One, including All Quiet on the Western Front, War Horse, 1917, and Paths of Glory. November the 12th, on this day, 1954, Ellis Island closed uh, its doors and considered to be the gateway to America. The island cl- closed after processing 12 million dollars uh, uh 12 stop 12 million immigrants into united into the united states during the busiest year of operation ellis allen saw one million people process into the america in 1907 it's estimated that approximately 40 percent of current americans can trace at least one ancestry back that entered the united states through ellis allen um they say that one million there was eight million came in during 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 the current administration right now of illegal aliens that came in, not processed through Ellis Island. Certainly came in illegally. That's scary. Think about that for a second, for sure. Uh, but that's you know that's what happened when it closed. Over a million people processed and 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 into America in 1907. Boy, it's so different today, right? All right, November 13th, let's talk about film and, uh, and TV. On this date, 1940, Disney animated film Fantasia had its first public uh, screening. When Fantasia, boy, that's 1940, that's crazy. When initially released, it was accompanied by a live orchestra performed in theaters. It added to a unique and immersive viewing experience. Fantasia has a mixed critical uh, reception upon its release, while some praised for innovation approach, others found it challenging and unconventional. It was not initially commercial success, but has since gained and cut uh, a, a cult of the following. All right, one more thing, and we're finished up, Matt. Required minimum distribution reminder as we approach the end of the year, make sure deadline is December 31st. Make sure you take your required minimum distribution, your RMD. Make sure that's happening. Uh, and and so for individuals, so if retirement plans, traditional retirement, and if you have a Roth, does it does it go here? If you're a traditional uh, IRA, you got to be due by due, uh, December 31st. For most people, 73 and older. Don't forget those distributions are still they are taxable uh, in regards to that. So. Exception, when you turn 73, you have to April the 1st of the following year to take your RMD and pay taxes on it. Years ago, Congress determined it would give people a three-month grace period on their RMD. So you do have three months. So, All right, so how do we say goodbye to the RMD? Hey, get, guess what? Divest, divest yourself in the IRS, your retirement plan. We can help you do a Roth conversion. And so you can start not taking them RMDs totally out. All right, so give us a call, 904-940-9555. Matt, thank you a lot, buddy. We appreciate it. I know we get the hour right here. Want to get done. 
Thank you so much. Look forward to next week. We're going to have an attorney on. Give you some great, great insight on estate planning and things of that nature that we need to talk about. So, buddy, I appreciate you. Glad we're back. Thank you. We're glad to have you back, Larry, and I'm looking forward to next week already. All right, guys. Have a great day. God bless you. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to the Your Family Bank Show with your host, Larry McLean. You deserve to work with a financial expert who has a track record of helping clients exceed their financial goals by implementing safe and proven strategies. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation with Larry, visit yourfamilybank.org. Fixed annuities, including multi-year guaranteed rate annuities, are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer.